Well, hello, I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And this, this is, is Married, married to, to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and the industry. Hello, my love. Hey, honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty darn well. Got to say, we're uh, we're pretty comfortable. <laughs> Cozied up at in the our moment. Guest room bed. The uh, the bed is still <laughs> still made from still our made house from guests. our house guests and. Uh, it's just us this evening, so we figured let's just record on the bed. So we're kind of we're kind of reclined and snuggled. if we fall asleep in the middle of the episode, we if apologize. it suddenly goes quiet, that is why. <laughs> How was your week, love? Um, let's see here in the last week. Yeah, no, good week. You? <laughs> Any, anything? Any highlights? <laughs> um, I got I got good feedback from a respected friend. On the pilot, um, good structural notes to rebuild. So Rob and I'll retool, mm-hmm. re-edit, and move forward. Um, he's taking it to his management, and I'm gonna have Anthony Gilardi probably look at it as well as other oh, yeah? as well as other people who I respect their opinions on um, scripts. You very cool. A lot happened this week. Tell me Actually, about it. all right. Well, starting with career stuff, the wah wah. Those two auditions I mentioned getting on tape didn't get on tape. So uh, we kind of had that talk the other night of making it a priority again and truly making it a priority. The problem is the the time and the baby and the, there are, there are ways to do it, but we just need to find a way my, to do it so I'm not burned out. And then we just don't my get to do thing. It. So <laughs> so I had that really exciting shoot with James Corden last week and that was fun and we talked about that on the last episode about Mm -hmm. how that was going to happen and it happened it was great um but I still went to my scene study class that night after um after his parents after my parents left and I went and I put up a scene I did work I did all the prep work ahead of my scene the scene went great took notes uh got notes did a redirect and it, it was a good scene and what I took from that was all right the exercise of being prepared is almost itself the work right now as mm-hmm. a parent. I also think I realized something and I don't want it to sound lazy, but in my mind, because I'm hard on myself, that's how it feels. Mm-hmm. Having an audition or a shoot to go to out of the house, you have a call time, you've got to go out. You make it happen. Mm-hmm. When it's a self tape at home, other things get in the way. The baby's napping, so you can't right now. The baby's finally down. You're going to do dishes, and then you're, and then it's this and that and the other, and then it's eleven o'clock at night, and you're exhausted. Then the baby wakes up. Then it's one a.m. and she's back down, and you still haven't put it on tape, and it's due at seven a.m. Can I push back? So and you calling kind of, that lazy? Well, to me, that makes it feel like it's not. But it's not lazy. It's just the reality. Maybe lazy is the wrong word. But when it's, it's out of the house, it becomes a priority of the sitter must come at this time or you have to be home so I can go and actually get my hair and makeup on and leave the house to go do this. And it puts it more in the, I don't want to say more important because both things are equally important, but it just in the mind goes, it, I have to get ready and leave and the house versus being at home in mom mode with spit up on my shirt and in the fifth diaper of the day 
and going, oh, right, I need to look at my lines. And it's a, it's a different, it's different. So that's what I meant as far as like when people go, oh, I'm going to do class online at home instead of going to campus and it's going to be, quote, easier. And it's not. Same kind of thing when it's at home. It doesn't mean it's easier or more convenient. It actually, to me, makes it less convenient because it's not the I must be at the studio to do this audition at 4 p.m. You end up procrastinating. Yeah, it, I, I guess so. I don't know if it's procrastinating because I'm not sitting and doing nothing. I th- it's doing everything else that life requires as a mom of being at the house takes priority. I understand that. So it's a I, weird... I would challenge... Yeah, because I, I would love to... I would challenge that because you also have missed um, outside of the home auditions because of very understandable parenting things. Well... But my that my, that one that one was my my thing about all this is it's so hard to like we constantly come back to the notion of priorities 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 which I think is going to be the struggle for the rest of our lives because because <laughs> she's the number one priority she, well, so yeah. and then if we decide to go for number two um, that they, that's gonna they play. are an equal yeah imp- of an equal importance to yeah. number one. First child, second child, all that fun jazz. That's true. Um, My mom, she always tells me how it was it was right before Seth was born, so she was super, super pregnant. And as you always say, there's only one degree of pregnant. You either are or aren't. But when I say super, super, you know, belly's out to here. Late in the pregnancy. Very late in the pregnancy. And she had this fear, this thing of how could I possibly love another baby as much as I love Ivan? Your heart grows. And then... Seth was born and she said he, she took one look at him and she went, oh, like that. Okay. That's not a Victor. Like, not, right? <laughs> My brother Seth, who was named Victor for one, one evening. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it, yes, I did miss that one out of the house audition. But since Lila was born and I started auditioning again, that was the only outside audition I've missed. What? So it's like, hmm. What I would say is that for me, because I'm the parent that's at home the least, it's easy to compartmentalize because I have so much space away from home. You do. I think for you, you have to, well, I think you have to be more willing to partner with me. I feel like we've partnered. I've gotten so much better Yo, going, yeah. can you please run to the grocery store? Well, I'm not can trying please... to like start a row or anything. But, but no, uh, no, no, no. But... I'm just meaning to say that like, you're always so wonderful in saying, on a day when I'm home, go do something for you, yeah. which I do need to get better about. But, that needs but it's tricky on those two days. We try to pack it with her classes. to be acting. It does. It, like, you, Not just playing the piano, which I'm getting better at getting back to. to uh, but on Saturday, <laughs> I did do something, something for, for myself. I went to a pole dancing class intro workshop taught by the incredible Kathy Barron, who I love so much. Cat Bear. <laughs> Cat, Cat Barron. Um... And it was purely you looked for joyous. me, and it felt you look like so. A rock star. Thank you. It felt so good. Weird to say this about my wife, but you looked natural on that pole. Oh well, thank you. No, it, <laughs> it felt good. I was. I have some lovely bruises now, as Kathy calls them, uh, pole kisses. You have pole kisses on on your legs and sides and arms, and and I couldn't today. I can. Yesterday, I was having trouble lifting my arms past <laughs> your lats and your traps were shot from all the so pulling yourself up and down the pole. pole. Um, it's a lot of but body. one thing I really liked about the pole class was it was this introductory class. A few people had tried it before. I'd only done it once before at Liz's bachelorette <laughs> party. That was the last time I had right. done it. Um, but we didn't really learn many tricks. This was a true intro. 
And we all sat around on our little yoga mats at the beginning before our stretching. And we introduced ourselves and said why we were doing this class. And I introduced myself and I said, you know, hey, I'm Amelia. And, you know, all, all the different reasons as to who I am and all this stuff. And when I said why I'm doing it, I said, I've always wanted to do it. I've never had the guts to do it. In fact, a friend of mine had given me a week-long pass at the S-Factor. This was, what, three years ago? And Longer? On, four years ago. And on three different days that week, I got myself dressed. I drove there. I parked. I sat in the car and you, I left. Have you told me this? I did. I did once. I did that three times. And was like, never my mind. My wife is fearless. This <laughs> breaks my heart when I hear things like this. And I was like, nope, not going to do it. And I went, you know what? I'm a mom now. And that doesn't mean I'm not a sensual woman anymore. And there's this weird thing in your mind that turns on of, I'm a mom. I'm motherly. I'm nurturing. I must just be this role. And I went... If not now, like this is why I want to do this now, reclaim me, my body, my sensuality, and express myself this way. And all the girls started hooting and hollering. And it was Go really, yeah, it was really, really, uh, really fun. So I, I did have to say, it, it will always be weird to refer to my wife and my lover as a mom. Right? That'll be it weird. It does. It changes. It changes something. It really does. Um, speaking of love, we attended a, a beautiful, beautiful wedding. Congratulations. Tatum and Marco, Marco Mr. And, and Mrs. Jimenez. Jimenez. It was amazing to see it. Actually, the big party. <laughs> yes. The, the big, the, the, the big official to do. big the to big do. To do. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a blast. It was an honor to be there, especially since it was such an it intimate affair. It was such affair. an intimate affair and it was beautiful. And we had, a, we had an we awesome had a table. Uh, shout out as well. We had them on the show just a few weeks ago, but, uh. Ben Benny's show. Oh, yeah. oh right, right. Got Filthy Rich got picked up. Picked up <laughs> Congratulations box. to so the everybody casting crew of Filthy when Rich. When it comes uh, out, starring Kim Cattrall and Benjamin, Benjamin Aguilar. Aguilar. Uh, we're we're so proud of you, and that's just oh god, that's so incredible. Mazel tov, bro. Mazel tov. But that still means you guys need to come back once a month. Yeah, for, don't, don't for move to New Orleans Hala. permanently. <laughs> we'll miss you too much. And French Shabbat. Um, so no, it was it was a great week as far as the, the mommy stuff. Lila is crawling like crazy, pulling up to stand. Um, however, <laughs> after the incident a couple weeks ago, when I fell, when Jason her. fell down the stairs, I broke my daughter's leg. I finally took her in to really double check it. She just wasn't a hundred percent quite yet. It's heartbreaking. And and she does have a fracture in in her leg. She might not anymore. It might already be healed. It, no, they, they showed me on the x-ray where well. all of the beautiful new bone already was. And it, in babies her size and age, they only cast for three weeks. This was already two weeks into the to the break. So they said it's not worth it. And she was happy and crawling around. And she is and, putting her weight. And she is. And she's, she's healing. And these stand. things happen. But that was kind of a oh, <sighs> moment. It's, so, heart, um, it's heartbreaking as a parent to, to feel responsible for any pain you your child might suffer and yeah. I feel wholly responsible for falling they, down the stairs and it's an accident. It so was an accident. I think it's one of the more traumatizing things that I'll ever go through. Yeah. Um, as a parent, God, I hope it's the worst thing that ever happens to her in her whole life. Yeah. Um, but it's also like an interesting thing to think about, like perspective wise, like mm -hmm. what if we're that lucky, <laughs> but at the same time, there's no way we're going to be that lucky. That, that that this was the worst that, yeah. the thing that will happen. Yeah, and this is yeah. like the worst, uh, like the the worst pain she'll experience in her life. It's just like it's 
Oh, because you want to protect them in every way, shape. So yeah, happy, happy belated Mother's Day. I was gonna say, and yes, that as far as Lila's concerned, I had my first Mother's Day. On and happy Sunday. Mother's to all the moms to out all there, all of you incredible mamas. No matter there how many children you have or have had on a Saturday, wonder, note, but yes, yes, but you're all Wonder Women and yeah, no, you, inspirational I mean, beings. <laughs> without and all of you, none of us would be none here. None of us would be here. But it was a lovely day. I was greeted with incredible flowers and cards and pancakes spelled out the word mom, which is something with we used to do for, for my mom. And was so that the, was, was really the handwriting better when you were a child? <laughs> I imagine it was. It, it'll, I mean, yeah, but. It was, I could see it and it was very, very sweet. I'll get better at it. <laughs> it was wonderful. And we went up to Malibu, the Malibu Country Mart. It was her first time. Yeah, it was her first time to a farmer's, farmer's market. market. She loved tasting some of the things and it was just a lovely day. And then <laughs> I get Lila to bed. We watched Game of Thrones and... No spoilers. We had No spoilers. And we had boarded in from one of my favorite restaurants. And all of a sudden I got hit with this wave of extreme sadness, like this blueness. this blueness. I was at like, what is this? I couldn't figure it out. We're trying to clean up because we had company coming the next day, so I wanted the house to be clean. And I just had this frog lump in my throat, and the tears were starting to bubble up. And I was like, what is happening? And then I was finally able to articulate what was wrong. And I realized there are certain firsts that happen in life that you kind of wait your whole life for. Or, and then it's over. Or and sometimes you don't realize you have been waiting for, which I think also kind of hit you. Well, I think I had always wanted to be a mom. Yes. And I have always wanted to be a mom. But since she's been born, as incredible as being her mom, it still kind of feels like make-believe sometimes or it's not real, even though it is. Yeah. So the whole day people are like, happy first Mother's Day. I was like, thank you. This is amazing. But it feels surreal i don't like oh, i got mad at people when they didn't wish her a happy mother's day <laughs> when we were walking by i was like we're carrying a child whose child do you think this is but a lot of people did and it was special and then it just suddenly hit me of your whole life i'm gonna have so many more mother's day mother's days mm-hmm. god you know god willing and life but knock on all the wood this was my first you only get one first mother's yeah, you day only get one first anything yeah and I got really sad that it was over. And Jason looked adorable. at me and went, what? He was, that's so, because I said, I, this is so silly. Because it's not silly because it's kind of ridiculous, but in a really cute way. He was like, come here. Did and I he call it ridiculous? You did, just for a second. But you said oh, ridiculous in a really cute way. I'm sorry. And gave me a big hug. And that's when I actually started to cry. And then you started saying that these amazing, sweet, wonderful things to make me feel better. They weren't to make you feel better. They were truths. Yes, but it made me feel better. Yes, see, though, but that's an important distinction. I'm not saying these things to make you feel better. That implies that their lies are not true. I'm saying them no, because they're true. <laughs> you said wonderful things that happened to make me feel better. Yes, that the intent was to make you feel better. Yeah. Yes, those things happened to, to be true. Yeah. I didn't say them to make you feel better. Okay, okay. There's, to me, there's a semantic difference that's important. Doesn't because, it? well, no, it implies, like, um, to me, in a relationship, it's like, Telling you you look okay when you're going out of the house, even if you don't? No, no. We have a rule of don't lie to each other like that. If something doesn't look good, say it. <laughs> but but like to me, that to say like, oh, you, you make me feel better. It's like you said things to make you feel better implies that they're not true. They are true. All those things are true. Interesting. I see what you're saying. That's not how my brain works. Yeah, I know that's not how your brain works. That's you're, how your brain works. I would argue that's how most people's brain works. <laughs> You're the unique one in the situation. When if somebody is getting, I don't want to say flattered, but so, if somebody's getting compliments and getting 
buttered up to a certain degree, they're getting buttered up. You're the only person I know that's so genuinely honest about all things and so genuinely true in all things that when you'd say somebody something to make somebody feel better, you're actually picking and choosing the things that you know will make them feel better <laughs> that are true. Whereas most people will find general things to say to make people feel better <laughs> that are plausible. That's really funny. That's really interesting. Also, Jason got me the most incredible Mother's Day present that I was not expecting whatsoever at all. I've never had... You have a brunch bag. I have a brunch bag. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's a thing. But he got me a uh, a Saint Laurent. <laughs> you can say Saint Laurent. Saint Laurent. I can say it, the T. I thought the T wasn't pronounced. Saint Laurent. But you can, you can, you can't. It doesn't really matter. The whole point is, is that I got you a Saint Laurent. But bag. He, I opened up this box and it was this really thin box. And he goes, "What do you think it is?" It's a I flat went, box. and I went, "Well, it's okay. It's not a bag. It's not. Ha! It's not a sweater. Or no, no, no. I guessed it was a shirt or a sweater. I was like, it's too thin for a dress." And I opened it up and said, St. Laurent. I was like, what is this? And he got me the, this beautiful... It's a Reeve Gauche pouch. Yeah, it's a, pa- a canvas pouch. With a wristlet. Canvas and leather. Can- canvas and leather. It's it's so <laughs> I care, suave. And... I care so much more about the fact that you like this gift. And every time you don't show photos of it to people, I want you to know, my heart breaks. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. I, I was sorry. I was sorry. I know there's it. no intention behind no, it. No, not at all. I just want to let you know. It was very, very sweet and grateful. And Lila got me a beautiful card, and it was just very, very special. And a balloon. And a balloon that she loved. It still has her high chair, and she's it's, playing with it's it. It's more like her balloon. It's though. her balloon, <laughs> and she loves it. We went to a mommy and me Mozart baby music class today. We went to Bounce. Uh, it was a Bounce LA. I love right? Bounce LA. Uh, that was the second time I had gone, and I, I just love them over there. Good and job, Jason Coach got Ace. to, yeah, Coach Ace, you rock and jason got to come with us yesterday because he had a monday off because we had this wedding on a monday a unique experience every i i would say seven out of ten times when we do parent to me stuff i'm the only dad there which is sad to me a little but at the same time it warms my heart so much that he's there and involved and it's hard it is hard but it's very special that when you're able to join for things like that you you join us Yeah, yeah i like to do it it's great it's great yeah, well, today we don't have guests because... <laughs> we don't have guests because things tend to get away from things us. Things got away from us. And, and Amelia does all of the forward planning on our guests. And there was someone bookings. who was pseudo-confirmed for tonight and had to back out last minute. Understandably. So and that's okay. We'll have them on another time. It'll be it'll be glorious. So we will so we're artfully doing a, transition a to our topic on, um, of our, the our day. Topic of the day, babe. We decided, as uncomfortable as it could be, oh, it will but be there's, un- it will be uncomfortable. But there's also oh, there's 1, also humor in it, 1, and it's something that needs to be talked about. And that's one reason why we're doing this show is when it comes to sex in a relationship. Bump 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 bump. Pre baby versus post baby, and what that all means implies emotions physical i mean we're gonna we're kind of gonna dig in so get into um, the nitty-gritty get get where this is a nitty-gritty episode and uh come along with us and we'll be very curious to see what you guys think 
uh, as far as can you, what, what are your experiences and if it's similar or different? Because every couple wanna, goes through. I don't know if I want to open it up to other people sharing their sex lives with us, but <laughs> I'm happy to share my sex well, life with them. how they feel about it, you know, if they're well, able to relate or, you know. Let's... Let's so how do we want, yes, how do we want to, do we want to back it up to in the dating phase, the married phase, or just kind of pre-baby, post-baby? How, how do well, you want to do I would, this? I'm going to, I would say, as a guy, we have all of these fantasies about what having a baby is going to be like, the practice that you're going to get to do, and all those fun things, the run-up to getting a baby. <laughs> We got pregnant on the first try. <laughs> on the first try. After all my doctors said, it's going to take probably up to a year. So just have fun, relax. And if after a year you're not pregnant, come back and we'll figure things out. And so that <laughs> happened. We were like, oh, cool. And then... After I didn't want to then have sex for two months when we said, let's do it. Because then I was like, no, I could possibly get pregnant. Then well, we did. Only a month and a half. Don't, then we did. two months. It's only like six weeks. Really? Yeah. Because we decided when we were in Paris. Oh, that's true. We did. Okay, six end weeks. Of August. Six weeks. Six weeks. <laughs> and we got pregnant at the beginning of October. At the very first, uh, the first go. Good job, babe. Yeah, math. He was so cute. He kept going, I have done my, I fulfilled, what did you say? I fulfilled my job as a man or I have done my duty as a, that's what you said. I have fulfilled my duty as a man. <laughs> I have one obligation and I've done it. Um, <laughs> but so, and then I think after that, not not in a weird way, but like, uh, we'd still like fool around a little bit, but the actual like sex itself kind of like tapered off throughout most of the pregnancy. So when you're pregnant, you tend to go one of two ways. Your hormones either go crazy and you want it all the time and cannot get enough, or you have zero interest and your libido completely drops. And I kind of thought I would be... Super horny. Super, because in life regularly, I'm a little closed off in that regard. And so I thought it would be the opposite because all the stuff was going on in my body. And that is not what happened. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. It's okay. And it was it was kind of surprising. Here. I know, you're still here. We had many talks of him being like, I'm not going anywhere. I love you. Well, it's interesting also because um, I think once you got pregnant, uh, anytime I had a, a scene for class or the like the option of doing like a makeout scene or something like that. I've got infinitely more self-conscious about it. <laughs> I do, have we talked about this at all? That like the notion of us getting like me doing something that could potentially jeopardize your pregnancy and make you feel insecure terrified me. Oh, babe. Cause I know you were working on a couple scenes where there yeah, was physicality. Of course. Well, when I was pregnant, but like I'm all like, and it's not like, I'm not saying this in a negative way, but like, you know, pregnant women, they get bigger. And it's... Yeah. It, it, Your it's, body completely changes. It's really hard to make a pregnant woman feel sexy if she doesn't innately believe that she's sexy. And then all of a sudden at eight months pregnant, I felt like the sexiest, most gorgeous, confident being. I would just walk around the house it naked. It was beautiful. I was like, oh my God. And Jason went, please don't lose this after the baby's born. Like wh whatever this is. Hold on to this confidence of yeah. your your beauty of, as a How's woman. How's that going? Um, I do feel more confident and more beautiful now than I did pre getting pregnant. But but I don't have that same. Joie de vivre. I am a woman. Hear me roar as I yeah. did when I was eight nine months pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, now that I'm ten months post, I mean my my body is is back and I do feel good. Yeah, you look great. Thank you. 
Um, and there is something to be said of like this power of look what my body did. I made a human. You made a whole life. And I pushed her out of me. And this is crazy. She's sleeping upstairs. I know. She's so cute. Um, but I still have certain sexual hangups that I thought that would be cured. Cured is the totally wrong word, but that would go away. Dissipate. Yes. And ones that I thought would be there aren't. So really interesting. it's really, yeah. I think for me, <laughs> uh, as a, as a guy who's probably has like an average sex drive at best. Oh yeah. Cause I don't think I have a particularly like high, high sex drive. I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to have sex with my wife. I love her. She's beautiful. I, I love, love being too. physically intimate with you. But there's the intimacy that we have because we do hold each other and we check in with each other emotionally so much. Yeah. And like, yeah. It, it, We're still so intimate. It's just it's not a, always. It's a bummer to not always be living that up physically. But I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but I know, it, and it's important as a husband Partly. and a wife and new parents to not slip into being roommates, roommates and just parents because yeah. that can be dangerous and, you know, we've seen it happen with some people and you hear about things like that where that tapers off and then it's just all about the kids and you lose who you are as a couple mm -hmm. and it's very easy for marriages to fall apart that way. Yeah. And so we were like, we, we were like, we can't do this. We're going to make sure that we, we do things. So we do our Thursday night date nights, of course. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's an odd thing after you have a baby as a woman. Here, here we're getting into some nitty-gritty stuff. <laughs> now? When, okay. Well, even, even more so. When you have a child, you actually physically birth oh, this baby. Oh, that type of nitty-gritty. Okay. The idea of anything going back into you... <laughs> <laughs> Becomes absolutely That's paralyzingly terrifying. Pushed a watermelon through a dime? Yes. <laughs> it's like closed. <laughs> no. Uh, I also had some complications, not nearly as awful as other people. Pretty standard. But, but I had it, not that one. So a lot of times there's tearing, stitching, you know, that's yeah. perfectly normal. Uh, I had one little spot that just would not nitrate. close and it just kept opening up. And at the six-week appointment, you are typically cleared for to to exercise, activity. sex, all of that stuff. I was essentially cauterized without being numbed yeah. in the office. Jason and the baby are in there with and He goes, you're about to do what to my wife, to the doctor? Did you know what silver nitrate was before she did that? She said it. And I was like, I was so in the new brain that's, mom, that's mom why fog my, thing. That's why how my ear even healed. Yeah, that's how they did yeah. that with your ear. No, no, I did it. You did, you did, I did it? it to myself. You did it yourself? Yeah, they had silver nitrate in a med kit. And I was like, oh, let me do this because this will... I this thought they did this that at doctor's office. Oh, no, I did that to myself to at, at, the, at the Greenberg Theater. Oh, my God. Shout out to Greenberg Theater. A-U. A-U. A. Um, there's an alumni event, by the way, apparently, on a, on Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah. Congratulations to, or shout out to, to Eddie, Eddie Levy and, and uh, Charlie, Charlie Wachtel. You're going to be on the panel. Um, we have a baby, so we won't be, we'll be there because our sitter, who's normally with us, will be there. <laughs> And <laughs> I get the claim to fame of having those two as my old roommates. Yay. Yeah, you mm -hmm. lived with both of them at one point. Yep. Isn't that amazing? 
Um, but yes, so I looked at her, I went, were you going to give me lidocaine or numb it? She went, no, you just had a baby. You're tough. You can handle it. And before I knew it, she was you were on fire. cauterizing <laughs> Not on fire. my hoo-ha. Um, Using a chemical burn. That hurt a lot. <laughs> and this was in the height of Lila needing to be bounced on the yoga ball because as an infant, she really awesome. needed to bounce on the yoga ball. And she looked at me and went, no bouncing for at least 72 hours. I was like, okay. I miss the simplicity of that. Just bounce. And she'll go to sleep. Bounce and she'll go to sleep. And now just snuggle. bounce and it's like... Dun- no, do, no doesn't do anything. She wants to play now if you bounce. Okay. Um, but so then that happened and then it was just kind of one thing after another. And so I just kind of crossed my legs, said closed for business. <laughs> and I was just focusing on being a new mom. And well, it takes a lot of energy. Uh, yeah. And then the longer it went, the more anxiety it caused because I knew how important it was for you and I to reconnect that way. I have a question. Do you think it's more important to you or to me? Honestly? Yeah. In the moment when it was happening, my anxiety, it was you. Because you, you, I wanted I wanted to get back to that for you and, and please you and be there for you as a wife in that way. Okay. I think where I felt guilty was I had no desire or drive to whatsoever yeah. and it had nothing to do with you I know that. but how many times could i say that and truly try to be, be you know say to you but it's not it's not you i really love you it's i just not you it's me yes it's not you it's me i mean i, I know it's <laughs> i know it's not me i know it's you you're like i know i know it's not me um and so i was in a mommy and me group at that point and one of the topics one of the weeks i think the babies were about four months old this was the main topic that day of, of sex after having a baby. And of the group, I think only two had so far. And we were all like, oh, cool. We're all in this together. <laughs> like, why? Because we had all been like, I've got to be the last person on earth who has not done this yet. And it was a combination of a physical, emotional, psychological, all of these things. And then as the weeks went on in this mommy and me class, we would randomly check in. And one by one, others would have. I had not. Oh, were you the last one? I, I think I was. Nice. I think I was. I think there was one other... Holding out. One other mom, <laughs> but she left the group at one point, and so I don't know when she did, but I, I definitely had a surpass. And other, other people were like, you got to just do it at this point, man. <laughs> what's, what's interesting... And I was like, but I don't want well, what's, to what's interesting? It. What's interesting is, for me as a guy, is... So, how to phrase this? Hmm. So, when you're... When you're like a teen and you learn how to use condoms as a guy, yes, you think to yourself, eventually, I'm going to have a wife mm-hmm. and I'm not going to have to use condoms anymore. I'm not going to need these. Because if we get pregnant, that's a good thing. And we're not going to fool around with other people. So the risk of us getting diseases right. is very little. Right. So then to... <laughs> in, but you're no longer on birth control. Right, because I'm breastfeeding. So I haven't started up... And we don't want to get pregnant again right so now. So we had to get So we had to get condoms, condoms. again. And they were sitting in the nightstand and we would kind of stare at them and laugh. We? I've never stared at those condoms and laughed. I have stared at them many a time and laughed. Don't, don't include me. <laughs> don't, don't include me in your shenanigans. <laughs> I've been like, who am I? Look, at, look what's in a, look what's in a night joy. Um, and then I would look at the expiration date because it was giving me anxiety because it had been so long and I kept holding but on on you. We've got plenty of time. I there know, I know. But I still looked one night to be like, okay, I didn't like wait so long that these are expired, right? No. They, <laughs> oh my God. They don't, ex- I think like you get like five year shelf life on those condoms. Know, but my, my mind went running one night because it had been so long. Is this why you don't go to sleep some nights? Because these are the things that, your mind that, starts that's what spinning I'm doing. about? It hasn't for a while. 
while, but that, yeah, a little bit. You just stare at the condoms in the lube and go, <laughs> go, oh God, oh God. Your heart. Yes, yes. You poor thing. Of like, it, it makes me nervous, but that has nothing to do with you. So then going back to like, you know, the whole pole dancing thing, in your mind, how you reclaim you as a woman and still allow yourself to be a woman, but you're a mom. Can I take that one step further? Yeah, go for it. When, if at all, do you think that's going to come up in your art? Do you think it's going to affect your songwriting? That's a great question. Do you think it's going to affect how you I play have, keys? I have pseudo almost started writing three songs about it, but I haven't like really, like I get ideas, but I haven't really sat down and done it. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to. It was a double entendre and then I there. <laughs> I was going to do it and then I didn't. And then I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We have a <laughs> this might be TMI. We have a bottle of champagne in the uh the fridge freezer yeah. thing. And you were gonna open it on New Year's Eve. And I was like, no, 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 don't, you know, don't I'm it, it'd be it'd be wasted. I really only have a sip, you know, I'm not much yeah. of a drinker anyway. And then you were like, But what other occasion is it, you know, to 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 have champagne? And I was like, first time we have sex after baby. And you just kind of went, done, and put it back in the freezer. I forgot about it. I know, because we finally did. And we didn't open the champagne. Yeah, it's because we were so tired we afterward so that we had to go to bed. <laughs> but it took and, it, and it took a long time. And I, and I do apologize people, for making all, you all wait people, that long. All the people that know us, that it's like, our bedroom's across the hallway from our daughter. We have to be so quiet. I know. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. Border. The, the, the fun thing about this is that this is a clean podcast, but this is borderline adult themes. Yeah, I know. This no, it's, it's definitely, These this, are is, adult this themes. is full on adult it's themes. Very, we're just, you know, themes. we're just keeping the language clean. PG-13, but the subject this matter is, this is, is uh, R. PG. The subject matter is not. So we're just we're speaking, no. we're speaking. We are two people in love. In love. Talking about, talking about how our babies love. are made. That sounds like a Megan. pretty PG, <laughs> PG topic. A PG topic. Um, but I know you always say, don't apologize. You don't have to apologize. But I do want to apologize. Yeah, that's just, right. You apologize. You know, ma- making you, you, you apologize. wait that long because it was, it was a long time. Well, you've got the rest of our lives to make it up to me. I know. <laughs> I know. It's true. But then there's like a two-way street. Okay. <laughs> Again. TMI, I'm going there. Okay. This went for it went for months, I'm not gonna lie. Months and months and months and months. We finally do, and I think part of the reason it was fun, one thing I've always lacked. <laughs> All my friends listening to me, you're about to um get to know you learn a whole better. lot more about me. I've always been cast in sensual roles. I love being sexual in that way. However, when it comes to my actual personal life, I've always had a big wall and a block in well, that that's way. That's just thanks to all the really great men that not- I've had that have Things not happen. made you feel great <laughs> about how you are, who you are as a yeah, sexual being. No, it's true. It's true. And so there's a big, a big old wall. And I've never and, and been again, one. I apologize for our entire half of the species for having our heads nicely tucked up our sphincter the way we treat women. I love you. Love you too. Uh, but I hear about these, you know, women, people I know. In fact, I just listened to a friend's audio book. Uh, on something that she went through, and one of the one of the topics was how much she loves sex, and it was just this thing of like, "Good for you." I've never been one of these people who are like, "I must have it right here, right now." I love certain it's things. Happened once I or love twice the lead up. Marriage. Yeah, but like that, like I gotta have it now. 
it's it's not something that happens to me a lot. So when we were, you know, snuggled up and watching the Santa Clarita diet, all of a sudden this this urge hit and I was like, whoa, okay. And in my mind, I started being like, what is happening? I started analyzing it. And then I went, don't question it. Don't question it. Just go with it. Lean in. And we did. And that, that was how we finally, we finally did. And I think part of what was so funny, going back to what you said about the condoms, we're married. We have a baby. And all of a sudden it felt like this naughty taboo. Oh, wait, we have to pause yeah. and get a condom. And like, it kind of made it humorous, but oh, I think maybe I took think, the pressure off and it was fun. I think all silly. sex should be funny. Not the act yeah. itself, but if you just think about what you must look like having sex and not like what, <laughs> with regards to like watching pornography or anything like right, that. Right, in real but, world. But like, what do people look like when they're having sex? Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. <laughs> we also have a, we have neighbors who... Have very aggressive, very passionate love making sessions at two o'clock. Multiple in the times a week at two and three o'clock in the morning. Good for them. The Healthy wall shakes. We ha- we only have one shared wall, but it just it also happens to be on the same side of our house as Lila's room. Yes, and we're like, oh gosh, oh good gosh, um, and I'm like, go you guys, like you rock. Um, except for when it wakes us. Except up. for when it wakes us up at three a.m. when the baby is finally sleeping the night, and then you're like, please. Um, but yeah, so it was it was fun. We had such a great time. It was so nice to to reconnect physically that way. And then I'm not gonna lie, within 24 hours, my brain went, "Oh my gosh, I have to do it again. I have to do it again. I, I can't let it go that long again." Yeah, at some and the point. anxiety started up again of like, yes. "How long is it gonna be? How long is it gonna be?" And I can't let it go too long. And it's weird that there's this anxiety around it, as far as the actual so, sex. So. To dovetail this into the actual topic of our podcast, I have a brilliant idea. Yes, brilliant. Go for it. Um, you could make this akin to auditioning, or you could make this akin to working on set. That, yeah, you know, you can build it up and make it this whole thing. But if you don't practice, and I'm not saying like practice as in foreplay, fooling around, or self stimulation, I'm saying if you're not actively engaging that part of your brain, when it comes time to do it, there'll be an anxiety about it. Huge And anxiety. you won't be able to perform. Yeah. That's all things in life. So there's a mental... I see what you've done here. There's I me- never would have connected that. Well, I mean, it, it is the theme of our podcast. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and we're married to each other and we're married to Hollywood. Very so true. I figured I might as well make very it true. as thematic as possible. If we're going to put our sex lives out in the street like this, it out there. we might as well make it thematic. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say... The most important thing for us is like, yeah, we trust our, we trust our physical intimacy because we trust our emotional intimacy. Yes, but and we're so connected. But there's going to be a part of it, like there's going to be an unfamiliarity there. Yeah, and imagine like how long has it been since you've been on set? Yeah, you know what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know what your job is. You can get there, and you know what your job is, and you're going to do it because you're good at your job. But <laughs> there's an anxiety of like, <laughs> oh, this this moment does rely on me. Don't mess this up. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm messing it up. I'm messing it up. Do they know I'm messing it up? They don't know I'm messing it up. Do they just, know I'm messing it up? Just, just have a good time. Interesting. Just have a good time. Yes. Are we done? And then, oh, can I have a 20-minute break to pump? Thanks. Take two. <laughs> um, <laughs> Take two. But, like, when it comes to physical intimacy, there's that same thing, I think. Yeah. That you, we build all these things up in our head. I think it's like, as a guy... Mm-hmm. The build up to losing your virginity is this like enormous thing, mm. and it doesn't really matter because you got to lose your virginity eventually, yeah. and you're probably not particularly good 
at whatever it is you're trying to do the first the time. The first you do time. It. So first, to go back to something earlier in the podcast, you can never have another first. Yeah. So Yeah. But also at the same time, you've gotten the first out of the way. So there is mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. a certain positivity to that. Because whatever went wrong the first time, not that anything went wrong, but whatever you can learn from, you can learn from. Yeah. You can't learn from something without having had the experience. That is very true. You can intellectualize it, understand it, and have a rational idea of what's going to happen. But until you've actually been there, done it, you don't know. Yeah. And I think for us, now having crossed that line, gotten past that hurdle, I'm not worried about us. Not that you were. And not that you ever thought I was, but because physical intimacy for us, I still, not that I want to like, sometimes it feels like I cheapen it in my head because I look at you and I still think about you the way I saw you when I was like 18. Oh, babe. But I still look up to you in that way of like, you're, you're beautiful in a way that I didn't think I'd ever like, I didn't think I'd ever get a girl as attractive as you in my life. Oh, honey. So even if I should look at a girl who's, like, a supermodel or, like, on the cover of this or, like, some Maxim whatever. Is Maxim still a thing? Is Ma- I think so. Whatever. Um, Maxim hometown hotties. I know that's the contest oh that happens God. a lot. Um, <laughs> but I would just say it's it's important for you to know that when I look at you, I see all of these things. I see... My wife, my bride, though, I see you walking down that aisle. I see you at Cedars. And I see mm. you at Cedars for both of the major for things both of we've them. been at. So I see cry. No, but I see, you, <laughs> I see you learning how to walk again. And I see yeah. you giving birth to our daughter. Holy cow, I did kind of relearn to walk. And like first all time. of these things are because you can't have my perspective on it because yeah. it's mine. I just want you to trust that. Yeah, I'm good. I, you know, I, I'm very. I love you so much. I'm very happy and healthy where I'm at with our relationship. Of course, there's other things. Because I did check in quite a bit, being yeah. like, "Hey." But just like auditions and just like bookings, I wish things would be different in certain ways. Right. And so that's something we can work towards for mm-hmm. sure. And just like auditions and bookings, it's something you work towards. You yeah. train toward, and when the opportunity comes, you you deal with it. Now, what did you think about? I feel like we're having a couple's therapy session, just recording and putting it out there. Back when, was that the second year of marriage when everything kind of hit me as to what had happened and I shut down a little bit and we went and talked about the marriage counseling and the sex counseling and all of that and we did the thing where we scheduled having sex. I don't really know how to want to go back to that, but at the same time... Having a regularity to it's nice. Having a regularity. But at the same time, I don't nice. want it to be a chore ever. No, me neither. And that was a chore or having anything. When people were kept saying to me, at this point, you got to just force it and just have sex with your husband and just do it now that the baby's a certain age. And everyone kept telling me, it's just going to hurt the first couple of times. You just got to do it. As a guy. I was like, oh, come on. Here's the I thing. don't want to force or put anything <laughs> negative around having sex with my husband. As and if I force myself. Guy, the notion it's of be negative. ever having sex and the notion of forcing it. Right. Never a good thing. Never a good thing. And, you know, it's one thing if I like surprise you. We'll, we'll say that's, that's, that's different. <laughs> or like wake you up or whatever. Right. No, that's, that's different. That's, that's the notion. Hot. The that's, notion of 
forcing it. But uh, forcing it when you don't never. want to. That just, I feel like that opens up too many cans of worms of past no many, issues. No and, intimacy, no physical intimacy, no emotional intimacy Yeah, should ever be forced. Yeah. And I think that's also to like go to the notion of being on set, being in class, being in working space as an actor. It's like you have to feel safe to be free and explore. It's true. And the most important thing is, is that in our house, as a sensual and sexual being, you and I should both feel free to be safe and explore. To be safe and explore. Now, because of having a daughter <laughs> and a very and, nosy and a, dog. And a dog who... We, who <laughs> it's nosy. He's nosy. He's very nosy and is in our bed with us at night. <laughs> we have to be, you know, it's, understandable it's, understanding yeah. of these things. Interesting. But yeah, I, I'm, I think having the sex talk is a good thing. No, I think so too. I think that the, us having, I think at this point, it would be easier for you in a certain way to simulate sex on screen. See, oh, interesting. Because I've never... No, I know. I've always turned down doing those, but at this point, I don't know if the right role came along and that was part of it. Yeah, I think you could do it, I, and you yeah. could do it without nudity. They're simulated they're, sex they're, without nudity. They're simulated sex without nudity. Without, well, I'm fine with implied, so that's that's fine. Um, but like what you were just saying of of us being free to explore and going back to something I started saying a little while ago of that or the urge mm-hmm. that can happen, and it always there's the stereotype of it's the woman who always either shuts it down or all these things, and I just <laughs> again kind of airing our laundry. Last week? Was it last week? <laughs> <laughs> I get out of the shower because I'm, I'm a night shower. Once Lila's asleep, it's like the only time I feel like it's safe to actually shower. Once Jason's home from walking the dog, and I'm like, okay, if she wakes up, he's here, and now I can go shower. And I get out of the shower, and, and he's watching videos and kind of dozing off a little bit in bed, and I, I climb into bed, and that urge from several weeks earlier happened. And that just, like I said, never really happens to me. So I was like, ooh. So I start playfully kind of, I think tickling or kind of playing a little bit. And he kept kind of swatting me away. Like, what are you doing? But being playful about it. And he was like, it's too late for that. Cause it was what? Almost 2am at that point. Yeah, It was, it was late. late. No, it was late. It was late. Um, but long story short, I thought he was just being playing coy and hard to get. Cause it was almost reversed. And then he I crawled out of bed jumped out the of the bed and hit on the floor. And I went, okay, wait, babe. And he's just kind of silent. And I went, are you are you being playful and you want me to follow you, or are you actually saying you're you don't want to do this and back off? And he didn't answer. And I went, No, honey, really, are are you into this or do you really not want me to do this right now? And he was like, I'm I'm really, really tired and I'm just I'm not in the mood and blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, okay, no, no, no. So he comes back in bed. And he goes, I love you. And I was like, I love you. And I rolled over and then all of a sudden got incredibly emotional. And I started to cry a little bit, feeling like Oh my gosh, I was you finally in the moment and and he didn't want to. And what is that? Right. But it did that whole thing of like, was I just rejected? And he was like, no, honey, it's not. And I just, I actually think, and it took me a day or two to process it. It was such a positive thing because there's that cliche of the girls always blah, blah, blah. It goes both ways and both partners need to be on the same page. On the same page. And it's okay that when one wants it, the other one doesn't or vice versa, no matter who it is. And... I just, it was this funny thing of then always mentioned this week of like, oh, let's try. And I was like, well, I tried last week. And you're like, well, I tried, blah, blah, blah. And then we like make it 
fun because it still needs to be you and I connecting emotionally and I just love you. And I just think it's, it, I just thought I it was, it was incredible that you, I, that I actually had it initiated and you were like, not tonight. And I was like, okay, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we had that talk for everyone else to hear. So the good, the bad and the ugly, you guys, yeah. the good, the bad and the ugly. How are you feeling now that we've talked about? <laughs> Private I'm stuff very publicly. I'm sweating a little bit. It's good. I'm about to go to the gym. That's true. You are. I'm yep. gonna. I'm gonna do dishes and um. You go get in the kitchen. I know. Clean some dishes. I know. And I'm teaching a, a voice master class, so I have to reach out to everyone who has signed up tonight. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. But I love you. Love you too. And I'm grateful that we can talk about these kinds of things and be there together. Yeah. And, uh, Thank you all for tuning in to this uh like you said wild raucous. <laughs> no, so raucous. So very not raucous. This was a very personal, vulnerable, in-depth topic, but yeah, we just thought it was are about important to, get us to know us a lot better. I know, but I just think it's it's very important or in a marriage at this point in the and new cast parents have already to, gotten to know us very well. Right. But to talk about this because I feel like it's a kind of a taboo thing people don't talk about, but it's important and yeah. I just we thought it was Necessary to discuss. This is your idea. I know. Don't, don't, Are you impressed? Don't include me in your ideas. I, I was surprised that I had this thought and was like, hey, you want to you do this? Wanna talk I about just it? roll with it. I know. I love you for that. Love you too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you guys. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosewall. And, and this, this has been Married to, to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.